Alrighty, welcome back to Conscious Sobriety, and this is Stephanie Moyer. Today we have a very special guest, uh, Justin Moyer. Do you want to go ahead and say hi, Justin? He is my very first cousin, not very first, but he's my first cousin, and he is, could, could you tell us where you are and just your age and what your family is like? Yeah, I uh, live in Richmond, Virginia. Um, well, now we live in Ashland, Virginia, and I am happily married to Emma, and we have three kids, Gentry and Sutton, they are... Uh, eight and about to be six, and my little man Beckham is about to be two in September. Oh my goodness! And and I, I am thirty-eight years young. Yes, that's right. That's pretty good. And I remember um, going to Justin's basketball games. He was a basketball player at Randolph Macon, and I don't know how old well, I was. That was how many years ago? And then I can subtract my age. I'm really good at numbers, but. Oh gosh, uh, like twenty years almost. Oh my gosh, that's a, that's a, that's a lot. Sorry about that. That's a little harsh for the for the start of the interview, but that's okay. I think you've done a lot, right? What were you five? No, <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, twenty years ago, I was five. I don't. I think we have to have the math wrong because I remember a lot. But um, could you talk to us about the beginning of your drinking, and maybe since we just mentioned college, we can talk about. Um, the college lifestyle around drinking um, and being a basketball player. Yes. Um, so, you know, when you asked me to come on, I started thinking about when uh, when I started drinking and my exposure to it growing up. And mm-hmm. I honestly can never, you know, in my childhood, I could never really remember my parents drinking. Um, yeah, me neither. I don't know if I've ever seen my mom drink. Um, and I don't think growing up I really my parents ever my father ever did it around me there was alcohol in the house but i i just was oblivious to what was going on mm-hmm. um so i think you know i i started experimenting with alcohol probably my junior year in high school yeah um here and there with friends and it never really got out of control just because um we had some really harsh rules in high school that if you got caught drinking um you couldn't, I don't think you could play the next season. Oh, wow. So um, that was something that was always kind of top of mind. And mm-hmm. I was conscious of that and didn't, never really wanted to get in trouble. And I was terrified of my parents. So that, that <laughs> always helped. Yeah. And then uh, the spring of my senior year, I kind of cut loose and, you know, I, I got into a crowd of friends that were drinking quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, that kind of carried on into the summer of my, um, of my senior year going into college. And then once I got to college, uh, it kind of escalated from there. Yeah. Um, we, uh, you know, our, our basketball schedule was pretty structured. So when we had time off and we were able to party, mm-hmm. we kind of went all in. Right. And... and- Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I think of I think of sports and athletics, too. It's like the structure you think is so such a great thing because as teenagers, you know, your structure, you really prioritize your time and you do well. But the element of 
you lose and there's a drinking culture because you lost and then you win and there's a drinking culture because you won. Like I know for being at Penn state, that was our mindset. Like it's like, but then it's, you're drinking all the time. So definitely, definitely. And we, you know, we would have, we would have games on Saturdays and Sundays Mm -hmm. and then, you know, everyone else in school is partying and you're like, Oh, I'm just missing out. Right. Oh, that's good. Sunday night comes along and you're like, okay, now's our time. Yeah. Yeah. You would just really kind of take it to the next level. Yeah. And Um, kind of overcompensating for the time you think you've missed almost. Yeah. Yeah. So went through college doing kind of what every college kids does does and just looked for the next party and um, drank a ton and and we would god i don't even want to admit this but we would um we would uh we'd do this thing called a boston marathon Mm -hmm. and there's a there's a rum that um i think it's like it's called it's like bowman's or boston something you'd split a bottle with another partner and you'd race uh, other guys on the team yeah and that was kind of the culture that we had and um, made a lot of bad decisions in college. Thankfully, I never got in trouble for any of it. By God's grace, gosh. Um, and, um, you know, I had dated some girls in, in college and those relationships were always rocky just mm-hmm. for the simple reason both of us would drink and we'd fight and, you know, like, I think you had alluded to with um, Sean, um, just not making good decisions. For sure, and you're just like, it It stinks when you don't remember what the fight was about, but the fight felt so important, and um, <laughs> yeah, you're like, this is all or nothing fight, but what was it about? I don't know. Yeah. Um, that's awesome, and I, I want to transition into um, relationships, but also you said a Boston Marathon, which I thought was interesting because now you have a lifestyle um that is actual marathons and and other types of activities um can we segue into like that now present time where you're much more active and how that plays into whether you drink or not yeah so uh, i've done a few um probably six or seven years out of school i started um doing triathlons and um I've done a few Ironmans, done a bunch of half Ironmans and some marathons here and there. And, um, you know, I just, it, I, I was trying to, when I, get, when I you know, re- recently in the last five years, I, I really, I probably had three or four drinks, mm-hmm. um, maybe more than that, but I don't even think about it anymore because I, I do enjoy training and I do feel, and you really can't train in the morning after a night out right and those two things just don't mix and I was never really I could never really drink alcohol and go to practice the next day in college so um some some people can do it miraculously I've seen guys play really well after a night out but I was just never that guy yeah yeah and I think um with drinking and then the obvious effects of like it on your body and the next day are very evident. Um, do you ever feel like you're like 
missing out on something because of that. I mean, obviously you enjoy the com- the competition of doing a triathlon and the training and like really readying yourself for doing a, a thing that is a feat to a lot of people. Um, but do you feel that way? Like about, is there a FOMO, like a fear of missing out or anything like that? Yeah, I, I think there's no question that um, some of my relationships have gotten stronger mm-hmm. and then other uh, relationships have gotten gotten a lot weaker uh, falling to the wayside because I don't drink or right. and, and Emma doesn't drink you know yeah um, there's you know there's definitely that culture of people um, who want to go out even if they have kids for um, sure and um, we just we just haven't, haven't really gotten we've stayed away from that yeah so if you're like an adult what do you do for fun if it's not drinking? <laughs> um, I just spend time spend time with our kids. I mean, my yeah. wife and we, uh, you know, my wife likes the garden. I, you know, I enjoy fishing. I take the girls fishing. Um, you know, we we have we have folks over for dinner, and we don't we don't have a drop of alcohol in the house. And um, you know, if they if they want to bring something, they're more than welcome to. But we don't judge anybody for drinking in our house. But we just have—it's um, we don't even really think about it anymore. Yeah, and I wanted to offer that question up and like kind of leave it hanging because there's this connotation to like, well, I'm grown up, even though I have kids. Like, I mean, there's—I remember the first time I was at a brewery when I was drinking a year and a half or, or two years ago, and I saw like some toddlers, and I was like okay, this is interesting, because a brewery technically isn't a bar, oh, but yeah. it's kind of like, oh, there's a baby in the bar, and you're just yeah, kind of like... <laughs> it's like the thing to do to take your kids to a brewery. Right, and you, I mean, I'm just, I, I don't judge it, and I don't think anything of it. I just think of myself, and I'm like, actually, as a drinker, I probably could see myself doing that, because what am I going to do as an adult to have fun, and you don't want your kids to, like, hold you back or anything, you know? I do believe right. that, like parents should have but then I think about my parents and like you said with yours I mean my parents never drank and I remember feeling a fear of like I hope they don't because I knew that something would happen to them if they did kind of right um and so yeah I wanted I love that you said like you just spend time obviously and that gets to be kind of I can imagine even with your adorable kids being um a full-time job or like or feeling like you're like wanting me time or anything like that and you said obviously you do a lot of training but is there anything else that you really enjoy where it's like maybe just you and um yourself or you and emma um you know before covid we we would you know every other or every three weeks we'd maybe go out to dinner um and just spend time together uh doing that um but i see what you're saying with with having kids and it being stressful and uh, early on, when we first had kids, it was really easy to turn to alcohol mm-hmm. uh, and be like, "Oh, let's just have a glass of wine and we'll hang out." And, um, but then you, you never sleep well; you feel like crap the next day, and then it gets to the point where, like, even if you have a sip of wine, you still feel like crap the next day. I know. Um, yeah. Gosh. <laughs> and there's nothing like just really sleeping well and. Uh, cause Sean and I were talking about that today. We were, we went and played golf at 10 and, um, 
which isn't an early tea time by any means, but we were like in bed last night at like 10 o'clock and just, it's just the best sleep. And, and you don't know it's something that you will love while you're in that space. I don't think. Right. And when I was, when I I really enjoy my morning coffee and when Uh I was drinking, all I could ever think about when I was drinking was like, Oh God, the coffee's not going to taste that great tomorrow. I'm going to be hurt. Yeah. Um, Yeah. (laughs) And now I have that to look forward to every morning. That's, we, we feel the same, I feel the same way. Like, I look forward to coffee so much. It's my favorite way to start the day. And um, when, when you're hungover, it just, it tastes awful. Yeah, what is that about? <laughs> I don't know, probably because you're dehydrated. Oh my gosh, yeah. So, I love the physical element of, like, just what it has on your body and what it does afterwards. Um, is there anything that you enjoy, especially now that you used to do while you were drinking? Um, so like, for instance, I thought it was going to be crazy going to a football game and not drinking, um, the tailgate culture, the whole ritual of enjoying a beverage while you're watching a sport was like, I mean, I love sports. So it was, it was hand in hand for me. Is there anything you can think of, um, that you did while you were drinking and now you do and you maybe enjoy that more now or um, it's just another activity? Yeah, I, you know, I used to um, I used to drink at, uh, like, when, when I was entertaining customers mm-hmm. um, out to dinner. And, um, you know, I always thought, man, if I wasn't drinking, this wouldn't be as much fun. But now I go, I have, a, like, a soda water and a lime. Yeah. And I'm... I'm there I'm engaged and, and having fun and nobody cares if you're drinking or not because um, really at the end of the day the only person you have to answer to the next morning is yourself for sure um, they're not going to be there they're not going to call <laughs> you and and, say, and and talk to you about it the next day yeah exactly so I really enjoy doing those customer dinners now um, mm-hmm. I, I never really thought I would if I wasn't drinking right um, probably a testament to my customers that they're all become pretty good friends and um we enjoy entertaining and having people over for dinner and it used to be you know have a bunch of glasses of wine and some other drinks but now it's i i you're much more engaged with someone when you're talking to them and you're sober um as opposed to when you're drinking yeah absolutely and and i've found kind of with my staying away and in doing these interviews it's like I'll, I'll start a conversation or I'll start down a path and I'll have a specific point I want to make or a specific thing I want to say. And with, when I'm away from alcohol and I'm about a year and a month now and I'm able to like finalize that loop, you know, I'm able to like yeah. really bring it back. And I'm like, cause when I was drinking, I was like, well, I don't know why I said that. Let's just keep it moving. <laughs> but like now I'm able to be like, oh, I said that because I wanted to and I wanted to bring it back to that point and it feels like a legit brain like bicep curl of like that was right. so cool like in your mind yeah. I don't know and it's and it's the building the self-confidence and um I love that you said that you're able to go out with people and it's like at a time where you were drinking I always felt like I'm funnier I'm smarter I'm gonna be more witty when I'm drinking and it'll be like a lighter situation but I agree with what you said with like being more conscious and more um, present and actually list- talking to listen, I think, too. Right, right. And, you know, I had a really good friend, um, a friend of mine in Richmond. He kind of inspired me to 
to stop drinking. His name's Matt, and he, um, you know, he went to college, went to University of Kentucky, and drank mm-hmm. a bunch. And, um, but he he was in the professional world, and he, he wasn't drinking. And his his advice to me was, if you're hanging out, having fun, and talking with people, mm-hmm. nobody's gonna judge you for not drinking. But if you're standing there just sitting on the side and not chatting with anybody and just kind of judge, being judgmental, then then people will start to have issues with you not drinking. So right. that was some really good advice that I had along the way. Wow, yeah, that's really interesting. Um, and Sean and I did kind of talk about that in our interview. I felt like we always think that people will judge us or think things, and it's really never – it's almost never true. Um, yeah. And it is very much in our heads. Um, and I kind of want to ask you, I skipped over it because I went from Boston Marathon drinking to actual yeah. marathons. But I did want to ask you, like, along the way, was there a moment where you were you became, because I've, I've named this podcast Conscious Sobriety because it really has felt like waking up and, and becoming aware of, of the things I was thinking. Um, is there a moment where you really, like, not necessarily an experience, but just a moment or a thing, a thought process that you had where you were rock like, bottom. yeah, it didn't, and it didn't, yeah. And I like rock bottoms that are like, I like a rock bottom. That's like, I had a fight with my boyfriend or like I had something that made my mind change, you know, not like yeah. something awful. Cause I don't know if everybody has anything awful all the yeah. time to still want to well, get away. I think it was a culmination of, um, of a lot of things of, waking up Sunday mornings and Emma saying, do you remember doing that? Mm-hmm. Do you remember saying that? Right. Can you believe you said that? Oh, yeah. And, you know, maybe 20, 30 times of that. Yeah. And that kind of wore me out. And then I had some really rough um, Sundays after going out with buddies. This is post-college. And um, and we had gentry. And, I, you know, I would feel awful the next day trying to hang out with a one or two year old and then she's right. like oh this doesn't mix at all yeah and she's like raring to go and ready to take yeah, on the world sure. and you're like no thank you <laughs> let me just sleep this one off sweetie yeah <laughs> well that's awesome I feel like we've covered a lot of good things and, and good takeaways from this interview um is there something that you're looking forward to in the future, I know things are, are difficult with COVID and, and the new normal of things, but is there something you're looking yeah. forward to especially and um, the fact that you're away from alcohol is like a bonus to that yeah, experience? Yeah, I, I, um, I think a couple things. I think it's really exciting to um, share with some people mm-hmm. uh, that, that, you, that you don't drink and the reasons why you do it and then to inspire them not to drink. For sure. Um, I've had several buddies say that, yeah, you know, I stopped drinking. I really, I don't miss it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, a friend of mine is a cardiac surgeon. He told me he hasn't had a drink in eight months, and it was because of a conversation that we had wow. a year ago that I just told him, yeah, I really don't think about it, or, you know, I, I don't really drink anymore. Um, and uh, that's really cool because you can see a change in other people's lives, too. And, you're doing that with your podcast and you know i'm very jealous that you're figuring it out at such an early age yeah you know, i was probably 31 32 when i started figuring it out and you, you got a head start i know I'm, I'm really grateful and it's 
it's I really just wanted to start the conversation. This is what I kind of say when people ask me about it. It's like I want people to know that the, the there's an option because I felt so I felt so cornered into this and in into this life and like what the way it's going to be and it, it's it's very um it's like a trap and it's just I, it it's just not on, you get stuck on a carousel of, of right. drinking when's the next time I'm going to drink and absolutely um, you know you look forward to Saturday night or Friday night when you're working and it's kind of a letdown at the end of the day you're just like that wasn't really that much fun and I oh feel today. yeah and it's like and now I feel I find myself getting excited for like Tuesday nights and I used to hate Tuesdays and be so <laughs> pessimistic and I'm like no Tuesday now I have this that I like and I'm just my perspective is so much more optimistic and um which is probably annoying to people that are still drinking or just it's just it can yeah. be a little bit much you're like why must you look at the good things all the time but it's just like it. the way it works eventually yeah that's um, awesome well, yeah, thank- that's really good stuff. I think Grandpa would be proud of us both. I think he would, too. I think, I mean, I, it's funny because I told Grandma this, and this is our shared Grandma that we have together for listeners. Um, but I told her, I was like, yeah, Grandma, I haven't drank. This was around Christmas time in, like, six months. And she was like, I didn't know you drank. And I was like, Grandma, yeah. I mean, everybody. I felt like I was telling on people. I was like, yeah. everybody kind of drinks, Grandma. And she was I've like... Never- I've never come out and told her, but I told her that, thank God, it's a, we have a gracious God because I wouldn't be here without it. Right. I've kind of alluded, alluded to the fact. For sure. And she was like, well, I think, I mean, our grandparents' experiences with alcohol were probably um, a lot more traumatic if they had, like, an abuse, like, a, an alcoholic experience with a parent or something along those lines they were really could be really severe and I don't know that history with our grandma but um I told her that and she's like well I'm glad that you're away from it now and and that's something she kind of re brings up again you know when we we talk on the phone so I think yeah she would be proud she is proud of us and um grandpa is too because I mean they live such a long life and I don't think they have regrets about not drinking <laughs> oh yeah no question about that i don't think if that's something if they could change anything they would be like well i wish i had <laughs> drank more and i know but um i appreciate you and i thank you so much justin you're welcome thank you for having me on yeah absolutely mm-hmm.